Hey, I'm Harsha Bhugnasegara, who's a medical dropout, who's trying to figure out life outside the classroom. So, basically, I moved out of my parents and rented out an apartment in Colombo, the robber's part in Colombo, of course. And now I'm gonna start this podcast from today, like a series of podcasts, which I will be talking about modern life questions, like I will be talking about modern life problems, health, tech, and various aspects of life, and so much more to come. So today I invited a good friend of mine who is Naveen Hevagi. So today we are going to talk about how to succeed in high stress situations. So every one of us, like every single one of us has like at least once, more than once, of course. In the past, let's say in the past week, of course, we must have faced at least like one or more high stress situations. So for example, if you're unhappy in your job, of course, you are in stress. Having a heavy workload or too much responsibilities, maybe in your family or somewhere, or maybe like you work long hours, of course. Or like sometimes you may be so bad at managing stuff, managing workloads and stuff. Or maybe you are going through a divorce. Or maybe you are going through an exam situation. Like you are having a cutoff exam in the near future. So you need to pass it off, of course. Or maybe you have lost a loved one. Or you are having a chronic illness or an injury. Maybe you faced an accident yesterday and you are listening to this podcast. My goodness, congratulations. And so, so today I'm collaborating with Naveen Hevake. Okay, Naveen, so moving on to you, tell us about yourself. Yes, Harsha. Uh, I just want to thank you for inviting me for this podcast. I've always wanted to do this, so kudos. And um, um, since today's podcast is going to feature um, reasons for stress and how to deal with stress, um, I was thinking about my life, and I've had many stressful occasions, encounters, stressful encounters. And um, um, coping with such stress wasn't so easy for me. But I think after much deliberation and, um, you know, research and stuff, reading, maybe I have built um, a barricade of walls around me that can uh, protect me from, um, from what life can uh, throw at me next, like life can th- throw curveballs at me. So I think I'm prepared to give a bit of a discussion with you. Sunavi, talking about stress, what is your scope of view, the stress, the definition for stress is? Yes, well, stress is a feeling of being under abnormal pressure. But don't get me wrong, stress can be very useful at some times. Uh, but uh, in other times, it can be very bad for you. Your mental health will be at risk. Your physical health will be at risk. Um, Well, talking about stress, this pressure, this abnormal pressure can come from different aspects of a daily life. 
um, such as this increase of workload, as you described earlier. Um, in transitional periods, uh, when your change, when change just happened to your lifestyle, um, stress just naturally occurs. And um, when one stressor builds upon one another, it can be really, really daunting. And it can be really difficult to overcome such instances in life. So that's what I think about stress. Um, I think that's a really good introduction. Yeah, so you just mentioned that stress is kind of useful in some scenarios. Can you please give me some examples? Yes, but this is my personal view on it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there are instances where I use stress for my benefit. Um, for example, like when I was stressed, like um, facing an exam, for instance, um, I would make that stress to uh, continue my focus on studying and not uh, like uh, stray um, from my focus because uh, sometimes um, to a certain degree stress can be manipulated in such a way so that a person can be motivated and focused on doing something and and it's a really good driving force. So like, how do you identify stress? Like, how do you say that I'm stressed or he's stressed? Let's yeah. say you are a parent. And how do you identify that your kid is stressed out? Well, um, I can't say for sure how can you identify other people's stress limits. But if you're judging yourself on how stressed you are, um, primarily if stress is um, um, like, uh, troubling your natural flow of your lifestyle. Maybe it obstructs certain um, aspects of lifestyle and it becomes a burden for you. The, the stress or things in your head that results stress, like the reasons that Harsha was speaking earlier, if they are troubling, to, troubling you so that you feel depressed, you feel you're not getting enough sleep, you're, you're just mind boggled and uh, you can't focus on anything, well, that kind of stress is not necessarily good for you because it can be really bad and have the limitating consequences. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so you just mentioned me how to identify stress. Let's say you identify... No, actually I didn't. Okay, so Continue. I'll get on with that. Okay. So identifying the signs of stress is really important. Um, if you're feeling the constant worry and anxiety and the feeling of being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of gives an idea or two about your being stressed out and uh, mood swings and um, having a short temper can also be red signs of being stressed. Um, uh, if you're feeling depressed and low in self-esteem, um, there's a good chance you're being stressed out and it's affecting negatively to your lifestyle. And uh, you should definitely do something about it. Reach out to the people you know, maybe uh, do the things that we will be talking about, how to take countermeasures to prevent stressful occasions later in this podcast. So let's see. Yeah. So Naveen, let's say you're stressed. You have been stressed. How did you deal in that situation? Well, you should know what's causing your stress at first. Okay, let's ask this question like, not in your personal opinion, let's say an individual is stressed and how he or she should face and overcome the stress. 
Okay. You should first realize when it is causing you a problem, as I said earlier. You should, you should know when it's starting to cause problems, like uh, try to make a connection between feeling tired and ill and the pressures you faced. Um, look out for physical warning signs such as, um, I don't know, maybe tense muscles, overtiredness, headaches are really common in the people who are stressed. Maybe migraines? Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It can be, but I'm not, I'm not a doctor, so maybe you should consult your doctor if you're having migraine. Uh, let's uh, save that for later. But headaches, definitely, that's definitely a cause. Uh, yeah. And um, once you identify the cause, the root cause, maybe you should take a moment from your hustle and try to review your lifestyle. Make adjustments. Are you like spending so much of time on a certain aspect of life and you're letting everything else fall down? Um, maybe your dependents are getting left out. Um, you should start including them. Or maybe you should sleep more. Yes, if your underlying clause is uh, lack of sleep, you should definitely sleep the recommended time. How, how long we should sleep? Um, uh, well, in my personal view, maybe seven hours to eight hours of sleep is sufficient for a grown-up. Okay, let's be some like a bit personal for how long you sleep. Oh, uh, maybe six or seven. Yeah, I like sleep for around four hours. So see, he's doing good. So sleep doesn't necessarily have to be a root cause for stress, but uh, lack of sleep and everything else can be devastating. Yeah. So a good night's sleep is essential. Don't get me wrong. It is essential. So Naveen, I have a question. Let's say someone sleeps in the mid of the day or, or maybe like in the mid of the night. So is it there doesn't necessarily dis- matter because as you know, I don't know whether you know, but Thomas Edison is a man of power naps. Mm-hmm. So these power naps are like um, a f- uh, sleep that spans... Uh, for like 15 minutes and you sleep at various times of the day and night to account for an eight-hour time of sleep. So the sleep is scattered all over the day. Um, It still amounts to eight hours. You don't have to be um, like worried about not having uh, slept at night Mm -hmm. because you have had your sleep around across the day, throughout the day, scattered out. So those are power naps. People can, I have met people who survive with power naps and perform really greatly in life. Do you recommend power nap for a... Um, well, that's quite strictly personal. Not everyone can adapt to it, but some people do. But like I have heard, um, usually a sleep must be like, uh, like five or six hours, like direct like. Yeah, that's because of REM sleep, uh, I think you're talking about. Uh-huh. REM sleep, yeah, it, it does mean that you do need REM sleep and deep sleep gets, uh, maybe you have to sleep more than two hours to get into that state of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's exactly what I said. For some people, it might be different. For some, it just doesn't. It's quite, uh, comes down to a personal preference, really. Um, so whatever you choose, like, choose wisely. Know your standard. You know um, what you want and your preference and what you can deal with. Mm-hmm. Some people definitely can't deal with power naps. Not me. I, I don't really believe in power naps, but there is something called power naps. Mm-hmm. And um, question yourselves about lifestyle, more like 
could you deal with life's aspects in a more leisurely way maybe um maybe uh, certain things like uh, questions uh, that need answers like um maybe you need a a, a recess from um financial struggles maybe the financial struggles um so uh, you should sit down and make plans to overcome those hurdles in life and go in with a straight mind and i believe you can do it that's how you get the stress out of your mind and into a piece of paper maybe and plan everything out so tracking how your progress on it um how to get a way out get your way out of such situations that stress you out so that's pretty much it yeah so let's say i am not stressed are you happy lee i am productive and i am in a good mood and i don't have any illnesses or migraines headaches or any shit like that so let's say in the future how can i manage myself to not get stressed or maybe because it's my luck i'm not stressed but there are a probability for me to get stressed so how can i get through that um i mean how can i avoid being stressed yes now um anybody can be stressed even though how how good a lifestyle you um have so maybe uh, i have several steps that you can um uh, take to avoid stress in life and um i firmly believe in like managing your day's work before you start your day do like, you use a to-do list and all uh, well not essentially a to-do list but uh-huh. you should have like a plan of what you should do because the, the thing with to-do list is that you're setting boundaries um with no scope of time mm-hmm. if you couldn't get it done it just lies around there okay. it, you can't get it done instead um this is a rule that i've uh, read in in books i can't recall what book but there's this thing called the 2 minute rule that um any any task that spans within 2 minutes you should immediately get into it and do it you should not procrastinate because procrastination can lead to stress like very quickly uh it's like the root cause of um stress when you <laughs> when you produce stress uh by procrastination so if any task you can fit it into 2 minutes you should definitely do it right away if you can't do it you should question yourself uh, whether i can do it afterwards um whether i should really procrastinate whether you can do it or whether you can ask somebody else to do it on behalf of you if you can do it maybe you should you will decide to procrastinate something like that that is definitely fine but um procrastinating the little things in life uh will make really bad uh habits of you and it's a really good habit to do something like the 2 minute rule and stick to it it's something really important okay so um in the past you dealt with an exam time stress situation yes so like in your point of view in a scale of 1 to 10 how much stressed were you well that was one of the instances and the most excruciating instance in my life that i was stressed so i'm going to rate it 10 but i don't know what the future holds mm-hmm. so uh, Yeah. So on those particular days did you manage to overcome the stress or you just lived with the stress? Well, uh, 
uh, th th there are certain measures that you can do to deal with stress and avoid stress. Uh, first of all, be meditation. It really helped. And you should reserve a special time of your day, like when you're done with stuff, like before bed or something like that, that you're dedicated to meditating on yourself. Mm. You should dedicate uh, uh, some time for yourself. And meditation is really good for you if you're reserving your time for it. And um, otherwise, just focus on the things that you do uh, and the stress just doesn't bother you. And maybe uh, exercise a little bit. Exercise reg regularly. Because physical exercise can have a really, really good um, really good effect on your lifestyle and it can change unhealthy habits like sitting for hours in a chair studying. Um, um, so every 30 minutes, like take a break and uh, take a break of like five minutes for every 30 minutes you study. Um, use a Pomodoro timer. Mm -hmm. That's really important. Navi, I have a question. Let's say um, in one of the days like I was in the clinical trials uh, when I was in med school, one patient, uh, the doctor has asked her to drink less than some, let's say, like 100 uh, milliliters of wine per day, like maximum of 100 milliliters of wine per day. Like that woman was a heavy wine drinker. So what that woman has done was, in a whole week, she has not consumed a single drop of wine and on the seventh day, she has drank a full bottle of wine. So as in that case, let's say I worked for two hours and take a 20 minute break. Is it equal to the stress management we will be comparing? Well, that, well, that depends. Now, uh, for some people, uh, 30 minutes of study and five minutes uh, a, a break, a short interval, uh, would suffice. That actually boils down into personal preference again, because uh, uh, some people just can't concentrate for that long, uh -huh. like two hours. That's, that's a really long time to concentrate on a single thing. So uh -huh. what I suggest mm -hmm. is like um, interleaved practice, like um, using uh, using uh, breaks in between study sessions, span which which study study sessions that spans from 30 minutes to one hour, one hour is sufficient. If you take one hour study uh, time, you can have uh, a 10 minute break. Mm -hmm. uh, one hour is okay, I can deal with it, but I don't know whether our viewers or mm -hmm. listeners are uh, could deal with it. So it's really a matter of personal preference. Uh, whatever it uh, happens, like using a break in between uh, studying really helps. And uh, it, it can make it stick in your mind, like you won't forget easily, and it'll be easier on you. And mm -hmm. um as we spoke about wine, what about alcohol and smoking? Well, um, what is the scientific fact, like scientific definition for stress in regard to alcohol and smoking? Well, can a person be stressed? Well, I honestly don't know because I'm neither a scientist nor a critic to explain that kind of thing. But as I've heard, that drinking alcohol makes things worse generally. So it is my belief that whoever is stressed out should not uh, 
consider alcohol as a solution and um, you should take uh, real steps in order to avoid stress and overcome stress rather than just yeah maybe consult your doctor it's really important Uh, if you're feeling stressed depressed anxiety attacks maybe definitely consult your doctor and have yourself checked up now otherwise you'll be in a heap load of trouble um, without consulting your physician or your doctors Uh, maybe you're having a medical problem you don't really know if it's really troubling you so as to put you in a position of depression, uh, maybe uh, uh, professional advice is needed. But drinking alcohol, in my opinion, to um, as overcome, sol- yeah, to overcome and as a solution is not what I would do, personally. And um, yeah, take time out to avoid stress. Like, um, as I said earlier, it's really? like studying. It's like studying. You, you study, you relax. You, you do anything else in life, you should take time off. You should take some time to reflect on yourself, rather. Uh, try reading. Reading is really good. Um, reading non-fiction books, like um, self-help books, can really help amp, of your, amp up your lifestyle and um, make it your own space. Have your own cozy lighting. Or maybe listen to this podcast. Or maybe listen to this podcast now. Subscribe to this. Yeah, go ahead. Hit that button, subscribe, download it into your library and just watch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen. Whatever. Um, you just have to prioritize. Increase your productivity. Don't procrastinate. Um, I mean, reduce procrastination. I don't think anybody can succeed in preventing it, but try to reduce procrastination procrastination and prioritize yourself self-care is really important think about yourself reserve some time for yourself and make it fruitful um, for instance like I said reading a book coloring do what you love and in a place that you can say um, out calm. of other yeah it should be calm out of other distractions and stuff without distractions you'll be able to focus on it real hard and uh, you'll be zoned out like into a zen mode and you'll be really dealing with stress in a really good manner mm-hmm. yeah so what about like um, of course we need to be mindful so yeah mindfulness is what i said when i talked about meditation ah um uh, because it, it can take your attention away from the things that trouble you uh things that causes stress and um Um, several practices of med- meditation can relieve stress and it's really good. Um, we spoke about sleep, so of course we need sleep and then... Um, don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. Don't be hard on yourself. Keep every, try to keep everything in perspective. Don't beat yourself up just because you don't get to the standards you want yourself to be in. And uh, just be happy with who you are, with what you have. And most of the stresses will just go away when you do that. Just trust me. So, back to you, Harsha. So, okay, we just talked about how to deal with stress, how to avoid stress and everything. So, Naveen, we spoke a lot about stress. So, what about prolonged stress lead to? Um, I believe that prolonged stress can lead to anxiety and um, depression. Those things uh, require professional medical opinions, so uh, let's leave that to the professionals, shall we? 
Yeah. So, okay, leaving them to the professionals, let's say in a professional point of view, a bit, we are not so much thorough, but what happens to my body when I experience stress? Well, as I said, um, you'll be like, uh, your heart starts to race, I guess. You don't feel right. Tsunami, explain me, just tell me, what are the behavioral and emotional effects of stress? Let's say I'm um, stressed and yeah, you can understand. Yes, now, <laughs> this can take a bit of a diversity. Like, you can feel your lowing self-esteem, like mm-hmm. you don't feel secure. You have so much of things uh, hoarded up in your head that you don't have the time to think about other people, but you want to think about other people, and you're easily manipulated and easily affected by others' opinions. Um, you should re- definitely take care not to be um, like emotionally broken down in front of other people's critiques and uh, take countermeasures like ignoring others' uh, negative uh, comments and negative criticisms about you just so you to a degree so that you can deal with stress and doesn't build another stressor above your existing stressful lifestyle uh, existing problems to make everything worse so um, you should take everything seriously but so as to an extent not so seriously that, that it's just the right amount of seriousness and right amount of attention is given to every single aspect of your life. Don't take it anything like to extremes that that can that can cause any negativity to your life. Positive thinking is really important here, and you should build up definitely positivity. And I think that's really important. Positivity is really important. So now, what about the relationships and stuff? Well, relationships are a great support in times when we feel stressed. Um, However, uh, from time to time, the people close to you, be it a partner, parent, child, friend or colleague, can increase your stress levels. Um, But for everyone, it's really important to have one of your close loved ones with you when you're dealing with stress. It's really important because uh, they can provide the emotional support you need and... uh, Emotional support is really important when you're dealing with that kind of uh, negativity in your life if you're having anything like stress. What about like I work and sometimes I'm not balancing my work and my life, like my my personal like hobbies and stuff. I'm like not giving much time for them. And let's say even for a relationship, I'm not giving much time for it. So I am not having this work-life balance to be pers- like to be honest. So in your point of view, how can I overcome this? Well, um, as a student, um, I'll have to study really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am studying really hard. And uh, so work-life balance in the sense uh, is also very personal. So f- for a person like me, um, well, I study, my, my study, studying is a great priority. Um, I think you should prioritize your life to gain work-life balance. Like, um, uh, they should be given equal importance, both work and uh, other aspects of life. But within those dimensions of life, 
um, you should definitely prioritize what you need to be doing and where you need to be um, at certain times in life. Now, uh, if you're working nine to five shifts, um, you should be able to reserve time. You should make a commitment to uh, reserve time for your mm, uh, loved ones, for relationships, for for hobbies, and to, to do the essentially do the things that you love and like out of uh, work life. So that could really mean a balance of life and work for me. Um, but it can change. Some people really like to work, workaholics, and um, but they enjoy working. Yeah, some people yeah. just enjoy working. It's not a burden for them. So even for that peop that kind of people, they do really need a a uh, vacation once in a lifetime, once in a blue moon. Um, they do need to step out of your workplace and explore the other dimensions of life. And they should really uh, make a commitment, in my opinion. And talking about work and stress, work always comes up with money, your exactly. financial yeah. uh, expertise. So yeah. what about money and stress? Yeah. So um, stress and money is really... It's really important to talk about money because um, debt can have very bad effects on uh, uh, lifestyles of a person and create stress. It can really create stress because some people are uh, so much uh, in debt that uh, they're so stressed and there is practically no way out of it. So what I suggest is that earlier in life, very early in life, you should really start planning your financials. You should budget, you should make a, a budget to, and uh, you should you should, uh, you should should save up real fast, like starting early. You should uh, invest in a diverse portfolio of investment opportunities. You should, you should save up for your retirement and taking those measures uh, can avert any future crisis of economic crisis that you can possibly face in the future. But uh, don't take this wrong the wrong way, but life can throw curveballs at you anytime it wants. So if that kind of thing just happens to you, uh, well, just have to deal with it. Take it cool. Yeah. Just don't be tough on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Just have to do it. If uh, Be mindful, of course. Yes, of course. Just manage that situation like you need to use your brain, not your emotions, not your gut feeling. Let's say you are doing a business or something, you should never, never, ever just give the priority to your gut feeling or your emotions. You need to be mindful. You need to think with your brain. Even money, you need to think with your brain. You need to be like, my kid is asking for a pizza and pizza costs you 10 or 20 bucks, uh, dollars. Or in Sri Lanka, it's like 2,000 rupees or something. Yeah. Let's say you have an income of 20,000 rupees in your, in your household and you spend 2,000, which is like 10% of your income for a bloody pizza. Just make that pizza in your own oven if you have an oven. Or, or, can, or if you don't have an oven, I have made pizza in a, just a, uh, a non-stick pan. Just make it in a non-stick pan. Just cover it up with a... I don't know, just a piece of wood and... Yeah, but juice. it's easier said than done since in countries like uh, us here in Sri Lanka, mm -hmm. um, ingredients itself cost more than uh, 
uh, eating out. So yeah, uh, that... so practically it's a debate. So uh, between eating out and dining in, like cooking your own meals at home. So practically, uh, neither of them have any advantage, uh, financial advantage over one another because they both cost the same. Um, so maybe a person who's getting twenty thousand should uh, may take the advantage of making his own pizza at home, as you said. But I really don't know. Maybe he should not eat pizza until he's saved up for pizza. Because it's twenty thousand and two thousand gone for a pizza that's very no. low of an income. But now, man, like I have seen some situations. I mean, I walk into businesses or somewhere. Like people are not so efficient. Like the the reason is right in front of your eyes, but they are not taking measures to prevent a problem, and then they are so stressed out. They are like literally like panicking. and asking like other people to solve problem like let's say you don't have space and the bed is in middle of the room just you can pull the bed like to yes, a corner and sort of that thing. is yeah. what i talked to you about the two minute uh, rule earlier people mm-hmm. should take responsibility for their actions for their actions as well so so that they should take responsibility you are accountable for anything in your reach of your hand Yes, you should be. Um, I mean, you should be. You should be accountable. You should be. You should be responsible for everything that you do, and um, you should take up on responsibility. People are afraid to be responsible. Um, I think people should change, and they should start being responsible because um, it's very important to stand up your up for yourself. Being guilty is not always bad. But not always. Not always. I'm just saying that whenever possible, yeah, you should take the chance and be, yeah, be uh, responsible, accountable. Yeah. So that's it for the day, and we covered up a lot of this topic. And uh, thanks for being here, Navin. You're very welcome. I've enjoyed very much. And uh, all the listeners here, don't forget to subscribe uh, to Harsha's uh, podcast series. So go ahead, hit subscribe, and if you need to, uh, and the show notes are listed in stanlia dot com s t a n l y y a dot com forward slash podcast, and you can just scroll down to podcast and just take a look at it yourself. So you guys can follow Navin on social media. Yeah, Naveen. follow me on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter too. Well, what is the tag? Uh, yeah, um, it's Navin underscore Hebegay uh, at uh, Instagram, and the same thing on Twitter. Um, so where are you like? Uh, where are you most active? To uh, definitely Instagram. So uh-huh. go ahead, guys, follow me on Instagram. Okay, so have a nice day. Goodbye. Goodbye.